we're gonna talk about um, the Fire Festival because everybody's talking about it because of the documentaries. Yes, two of them, Hulu and Netflix. So um, this whole thing—it's <laughs> really I, funny. I've watched it twice now. Once because you said to watch it, yes. and everybody everybody we work with was talking about it and talking about how this crazy this crazy thing. And I was like, eh, I'm going to watch it. it. Because it's nothing that I would have ever on my own without people saying, hey, go watch this. I would have never watched it. It's not like it, I just didn't see it on Netflix and go, oh, that looks interesting to me. Um, but everybody was talking about it. So I watched it and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. These morons. It's really funny. The, uh, I, I, when I first saw it, I was like, I don't want to watch a documentary about a music festival. I don't yeah. care. I don't. I just don't, I don't care. Yeah. I probably wouldn't watch one on Woodstock. I just I don't care. Um, and then I found out what it was about and I vaguely remember like kind of people talking about this, like in real time. Yeah. Really? Like, really? Like, like maybe like two years ago, like when it was happening, when yeah, thing, this wasn't that long when ago, when it like fell apart yeah. and, and everyone really kind of relished in it falling apart because <laughs> then everything came out that we're going to discuss about what a complete D bag this guy is. Yeah. And <laughs> it just got, I had so many props. I, I've, I've watched, uh, the Netflix one twice and the Hulu one once. Man. The Netflix one twice just because I wanted to have it fresh in my mind when we talked about it. But because and I'm glad I did because there was stuff in there that I missed. Yeah. Or, or just didn't remember. Yeah. Um, but there's a there's so much shit in this. <laughs> I had so many questions during all of it. Like, I mean, basic kind of questions. Like right. why does anyone care if Ja Rule is involved in anything? <laughs> and I guess like this is I'm not I I'm not the kind of person that stays up on pop culture. I don't know anything about Ja Rule. I, if I if you played a Ja Rule song when I had walked into your house, I wouldn't have known that it was a Ja Rule song. He was really I wouldn't. The only reason I would know if it was him, he's a pretty unique voice, a pretty unique like it's real raspy. Okay. Like he has a, he's it's it's very distinct. So um, he sound he raps the same way. Is he a yeah, rapper? Yeah, is he's he a rapper. A, he's okay. a rapper. But even when you're, it's a very like coarse and, and raspy tone. It just. I would probably be able to identify it just because of that. Yeah. But also, he was pretty popular, I think, in the late 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. And then I, I don't know where he was or, or why he came back, and I certainly don't know why. And this was so geared toward, like, younger people, too. I didn't even know why younger people would even know who he is. When was he? So he was... Let me check. Well, while you're doing that, the only thing I know about Jaw Rule is that guy's got a shirt off a lot. I mean, he basically, I don't know how often he's clothed. I mean, he spends the majority of that documentary shirtless. Yeah, and good for him. Because <laughs> right. it I mean, was yeah. literally the only positive that came out of this was you got to be shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> so I have, um, I have in front of me basically a loose timeline of how I understand the events of this thing, um, this whole concept to disaster flows wow it's and it is a fucking so disaster what do you man. got there about jaw rule uh um, honestly the only thing that really comes up now when uh -huh. you google it is just people just keep giving him shit about the fire oh festival. yeah and he deserves it i agree and, and actually we'll get to it but when the, when shit starts to unravel that motherfucker's nowhere to be found he is not in the <laughs> he is not in the second half of this documentary no, he's in like the, he's in the promotional fun part which is and maybe he started realizing this is going to fall apart. I don't know, but he is not present in the second half of this documentary. And do you blame him? So actually, this is the perfect this is the perfect segue into this. So, um, okay, fire. <laughs> uh, so at the end of the day, 
tell everybody that's listening that hasn't watched this documentary, who doesn't have thousands of dollars to just throw away, tell them what fi the Fire app was. So the Fire, the, the app itself initially was just, I think, to uh, give someone an avenue where they can actually, for lack of a better term, rent a celebrity. Yeah. Like you can just yeah. be like, hey, I really want, let's just say Ja Rule to rap at my kid's bar mitzvah. I don't know. Something like that. But apparently that's what they were they, they wanted to create, um, which actually I don't think is a bad idea because there are people that would actually do this. Um, and I guess the Fire Festival became a way to promote the app. Yeah. That's what it was. So it was to promote the app so and really get the name out there about the app. Here's what I here's what I here's what I have. So um, there was a web summit, and they were at this web summit. So Billy McFarland, who um, is a major player in this, he's visionary. A, he's been called yeah. a. I mean, they would not stop calling that guy a visionary. I know. I couldn't understand. He's him. way over complimented in life in my opinion this guy's just another but in my opinion having watched this he's just a piece of shit tool he he's really a, is. he's a con man he's a scam artist that's all so billy mcfarland who was the uh, co-founder of uh fire um and the magnesis thing which i really don't want to get into that that's yeah. a whole different clusterfuck of a thing in my opinion it's another thing that i, I and i didn't understand it either I, I didn't understand why anyone wanted it i really because didn't. you and i can't relate to these people true that that's why. So this Billy McFarland, he's going to come up a lot in the in this discussion because he's just um, a what fucking a, moron, pudgy loser. That's just yes. <laughs> so oh he um, he and Ja Rule get together, and it's still funny. <laughs> Hearing you say Ja Rule makes me laugh <laughs> because outside of this, you never would have said Ja Rule, and you've already said it like five times, and you're going to say it more, and it's funny every time. Do you do you always say the whole Ja Rule? Is that his, his, his name or is it? I don't just think I know ja him well enough to shorten it to Ja. Hey Ja. Hey Ja. Oh, do you think he'd re respond if somebody was like, "Hey Ja"? Probably. What about Hey Rule? That's what I'd go by. Rule. Hey Roscoe. <laughs> Roscoe is our official mascot. <laughs> down here, he's gonna probably sit down. So they had been working on this. Um... Who'd been working on it? Okay, so um... Ja Rule. No, no, no. <laughs> Some uh, app developers <laughs> yeah, that they've been working on the for app, yeah. Fire, for, yes. so for Billy. So Long they had time, been, too. They, they've been... They've been working on it for three to five months yeah. at the point where they decided... Um, well, they introduced it at this uh, web summit. Yeah. Um, and that's when they started thinking about ways to promote this thing. And still, I have no problem with what, like any of this plan so far. If no. you're building this grand app that is going to allow you to book celebrities, <laughs> if you're building this grand app that's going to allow you to book celebrities, you got to put some time and effort into thinking about how you're going to promote and push people to download and use this app. So getting the name out there, it makes, it makes perfect sense to me. No, I agree, and I think actually the and I'm I'm guessing this guy's going to come up too. I don't remember his name, the uh, the ponytail uh, yoga guy. Oh, and, and, well, I can tell you what his name is. He's um, uh, the fuck is his name? I know I know this dude's name. Oh, Mark Weinstein. I want to say it was him that actually suggested the festival thing. It wasn't. It was not. No, um, it was one of the uh, app developers. That yeah. I, oh no no. Uh, the guy with the beard. Uh, M David. 
M. David Lowe. The guy with the, the, yeah. the, the beard, yeah. So he was the creative director, and he was the one who had the idea of, hey, we should do a music festival. He threw some ideas out, and he th- one of them was the festival, and that's the one that the, the Billy McFarlane really latched onto. And, and, and it's a great idea. I think it's a good idea. It's, we have to be really clear. These aren't bad ideas. The execution and the shadiness is the thing that's funny and so fucked up. And actually, as we, as we progress through this, once it gets past the brilliant marketing of this thing, because I'm going to say it's fucking brilliant yeah. the way they marketed this thing. It is. After that, it's a shit show. And it's not everybody that was involved, and we'll go through it. But So they have this, they have this idea for an app. They're working on it. Now they want to promote it. So Billy then um, goes to Andy King. Is that his last name? Um, yeah, and I remember Andy, Andy, King, Andy King. The, so, old, the older guy. Yeah. yeah, he's an event producer. Yes. And Billy tells him, hey, we've got this idea for a music festival. Um, I, bought, I bought an island in the Bahamas. <laughs> laughing already because, because we, we already know, know it's right exactly it's a fucking lie yeah he just lied to this guy about and we you and i were joking around about this he lied about buying an island <laughs> yes buying an island like i've told lies before but they're just like yeah the check's in the mail or uh no i haven't talked to him not i bought an island right. that's so, a huge fucking lie and apparently no one checked up on this. <laughs> and this is, this is, to me, one of the <laughs> first times. Apparently, they found this island, he and Ja Rule, <laughs> were literally just flying around in this airplane in the Bahamas and went, look, there's a runway over there. Let's land our fucking plane. And they did. I, don't, I didn't know you could do that. super dangerous, yeah. I, I didn't know you could do that. Just Apparently, like, you can't if you're Ja Rule. So they're flying around the Bahamas. They see this, this runway. They, they land it, and... It turns out that they landed on this island that was once um, Norman's Norman's K, I think it's called Norman's, yeah, Norman K, called. yeah, um, that was once uh, owned by Pablo Escobar, and he tells this dude who's been mentoring him that he bought it. <laughs> also, they really push the Pablo Escobar thing a lot. Yeah, I'm not also sure why, um, but again, that's not the kind of thing that impresses I, I, me. I know why. I know why. Because young kids are dumb. Because young kids are dumb. And I'm sorry, I'm going to look through some notes here. There's an actual quote from Billy. Maybe this isn't the best uh, best time to bring this up, but... I think I even know what you're going to say, but go ahead, because I wrote it down, too. Um, man, uh, we aren't selling a pipe dream to your average loser, your average guy in middle America. They were selling... That was what he was saying. He's like, we're selling... You get to live like Pablo Escobar for three to five days. Yeah, that's exactly the quote. Yeah. <laughs> so he's so which comes back to my my next my other question outside of who gives a shit if Ja Rule is involved in something? How why would that gravitate anyone? Why does anyone want to live like Pablo Escobar? I couldn't figure that out. Either. I didn't get that. <laughs> is it just because like you the just fascination get, with with living that fast and loose? I guess. I guess, man. I don't know. So, but I didn't get that one either. So um, you're right. That was the first lie. So <laughs> what they do at this point is they um, – and we actually follow Fuck Jerry on our yeah, Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot it's, of funny stuff a lot comes of funny up on stuff. there. So they reach out to Fuck Jerry and they tell them, hey, we have an island and we're going to have a party for 10,000 people in April of next year. 
Yeah. Which I think at this point is less than six months away. Because... Yeah, it was. So, yes, it is. Because November and December is when they had... Um, they started shooting the um, all the scenes at this island with the supermodels. End of, Dece- end of November into December. Can you imagine going into that meeting? Like, imagine you're the fuck, you're the fuck Jerry guys. Yeah. And... Uh, in walks in, <laughs> that whole dude, Andy, the older guy. I don't uh, think, I don't know that he was part of that yet. Oh, okay. I don't well, think then, he's part of any of it yet. Then in, just in walks in this weird duo, Ja Rule and this real tall, pudgy guy that smiles way too much. <laughs> <laughs> he just cannot stop fucking smiling. No. And it's, I don't know why that really bothered me. It, it's really weird to me. He's constantly smiling. Even when he's talking or not talking, he's smiling. Or he's on the cusp of a full smile. He just, and I don't understand. He looks slow. <laughs> I think it's I think it's weird because you when once you watch it and you realize what a piece of shit this dude is. Yeah. You're like, what you were you smiling him, about, sir? Exactly. Like you, I, I'm watching this guy smile, and he doesn't have a nice smile, by the way. No, he doesn't. He's just a creepy, creepy <laughs> smile. <laughs> so he just—I don't know. Maybe he's smiling the whole time. He's like, I can't believe no one's caught me yet. You know what else <laughs> he's always doing all the time? Giant cigars. And that's—you're right. And that's where I think a lot of the the, the stuff comes from because he—he's a young guy. He's like 25 now, I yeah. think. Oh, really? 26, 27, maybe. I don't oh. know, but he's young. He's under 30. He's image obsessed. Yes. He is image obsessed. That's why I know we're not going to get into it, that credit card, because it's a credit card for yeah. millennials. Basically, it's a black Amex card for people who don't have money. And it's made of metal. <laughs> and it's made of metal. It's an image thing. Yeah. His his cigar thing, that's an image thing. Those dumb shirts he was wearing, that's an image thing. That deep V-neck that people wear is like he wore. It's an image <laughs> thing. Hanging out with Ja Rule somehow is an image <laughs> thing. And I don't fucking get that well, one. I think, but I that's think, what he is. And, the, and the, I think he knew, and this is the smart part, he knew that kids, people that were like him, that around his age, were the exact same. That's why people bought this shit and didn't know what the hell it was. Right. People were blind. They said they sold out these tickets like in record time. 95% yeah. of these tickets were sold out. And no one knew what the fuck it was. What? Yeah. I don't even think the lineup had been announced yet. <laughs> no, as a matter of fact, we're, we're going to get to that. So sorry, but no, 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 it's okay. So they have. Uh, so what they do is, it's six months out from when they're planning on putting this festival, and everybody in the industry is like, you need at minimum a year to pull this off. Their guy said that too. Yeah, everyone in the industry and their own planner said right. minimum 12 months to get this thing going. And there are people that um and they and they talk about this in the documentary there are people that put on festival or you know music uh, events for a living and they're basically like fuck if these guys figure out how to do this in 6 months this is going to be crazy. And and I still have no problem with their timeline. Me I've never put on a music festival. If they can be done, do it in a weekend. Absolutely. I don't give a shit. America is built on pushing the envelope. Yeah. So I have no problem with these guys think, still at this I point. I think those guys would have had a problem with it because it's too, it's a, again, just some young guy comes out of nowhere, never done anything. If he's able to pull that off, it, I think it was more of a jealousy thing. Oh, I totally People agree. scoffing at him like, oh, well, I do this for a living. And then this yeah. guy comes in and does it and half the time and it's super successful and everyone's already talking about it. I think it was a jealousy thing. And I know they talked about it at the end. People were really relishing in the, in the failure of this festival. I was relishing in yeah. the f- oh, I w- failure of this. I was relishing in it just because of, of, and I think they even said it eventually, and I'm sure we'll talk about it. There was one part in the, the documentary when the, the storm, whatever, I know I'm talking ahead, but they said at least they won't get away with it. Yeah. I was relishing any of that because yeah. now 
this guy for the rest of his life and Ja Rule for the rest of his life is going to be tied to this. So what happens in late November and December, they get, um, I, I remember they said like of 10 of the top supermodels in the world yep. to come to this stupid island that this guy does not own. I still don't understand how everybody's on this yeah. island. I can't even get on a beach on Lake Erie at some nope. sometimes. I don't get it either. I don't I get do it. I do not understand. I don't get it. But so again, it, this I obviously it had to do with bribes or something like that. It had to be. I think that's I how know. he did. I, that's how I think he did a lot of these things is just bribing people. That's only, I think that's the only th- the way that he can. I literally I'm not I'm not fucking joking when I say there are places on Lake Erie that you can go and you can't go 20 yards further because somebody's put a fence out into the lake so you can't get on their yeah. part of the beach. I think the only reason that is cuz maybe it's the Bahamas and I, and and just like it's it's the, there's not much of an infrastructure I think outside of the resorts because you can't just land a plane anywhere you want in the states. But they No, you're right, but they sure as fuck did, they did, did there. But that's what they did. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. Yeah, I didn't get that part either. So well, so what them. they do is they have all these models come out and they literally party for days. Yeah. And they um, just take photos of themselves on the beach, videotaping, just shooting everything. And they're having this amazing time. Take pictures and tag us, Fire Festival. And that's exactly where I was going. So what they do at that point, they say, okay, we have a launch day. And it was December 12th, 2016. Um, And that's when all at the exact same time, they were just going to bombard social media with pictures of these gorgeous women in this gorgeous location having a blast with Ja Rule and some fat white dude. <laughs> I'm going to try to get you to say Ja Rule as much as I can. Uh, it's funny when you we say were, it. I don't I know why. Italian. I don't know why. It's funny when you say it. And ja Rule. You say it like in a, almost in like a like Sir Ja Rule. Like you say it very properly. <laughs> <laughs> Like and jaw, like you really enunciate. You you hit everything. There's only two syllables, and you really drive them. Jaw rule. Jaw rule. Yeah, <laughs> I'm assuming that's how you want to say. So they have this literally a blitzkrieg of media on December 12th, and they bombard social media again, blitzkrieg with pictures and all kinds of things. Hashtag Fire Festival. And we talked about a couple of the the uh, the uh, not the influencers, but like the models. Some of these models, like one was uh, uh, Bella Hadid, I believe is her name. She has 30 million Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. Kendall Jenner has like almost 100 million. 100, 100 million. million people. She has one third of the, one third of our country is checking out what she does every day. Spoiler alert, it's pictures of herself. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's it. But that's what happens. And because all those people, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. He knows, he, he knows that everyone that, that, and you know the Hulu documentary kind of touched on this a little bit. I know you didn't see that one, but they touched on like millennials themselves. They're super easy to influence, and they're can be very image obsessed. Not all, of course. Like I mean, there's a whole bunch of people that are twenty, twenty three, twenty five that would be like, uh, "No fucking way, am I going to drop a couple thousand dollars to do this?" Because Jaw Rule said so. But those that could would and did, because, and he knew and that. Did. Yeah, he and, knew that. And he there even, were a lot of millennials just like him that and, were, were dying to have the perfect Instagram photo of them at the fire festival. That and was we such aren't, is what it all boils um, down to. Sorry, I, I cut you off there. We we've never been we've never hidden from our. We don't love millennials. 
I don't love the stereotypical millennials. I know plenty of young people that are just hardworking, good people. Um, but that's a good point. But the but the millennials that that they these guys were clearly targeting. Yeah, yeah, I don't like them. Uh, <laughs> and um, so when you when you send out something that is marketed as well as they put together these videos and that bright orange tile that we use, which is really fucking eye catching. And you know, and that's what they said. They're Mm -hmm. like, you can do this, do this. But if you just post like a blank orange screen, someone's gonna be like, what the fuck is that? Mm -hmm. And that's how they got people to look at it. Yeah. Pretty smart. So, um, this is, it's, it's literally at this point where things start. All the smart stuff stopped. Yeah. (laughs) And they stopped making good decisions. (laughs) it, It is literally at this point where things start to get, sketchy because very sketchy there are people that work for fire for fire media mm-hmm. that have no idea because no, they're just working on the app they're, exactly they're not on the island yeah they're all they're working on is the app they have nothing to do with the festival itself they're just working on the app and the, even the people that are working on promoting the festival yep. they don't really know everything that's going on the only people that do and they even uh, alluded to this that there were some people that would be stateside, then go to the Bahamas, stateside, go to the Bahamas. They're like, as it drug on, those people wanted to be stateside more than anything. They yeah. didn't want it. And you're like, why do you not want to be working your job in the Bahamas? They're like, you should be there. It's a fucking shit right. show. Like, this is not going to end well. I mean, that they, they knew it. So it was, so they're um, four, maybe five months out from the launch of this festival. Yeah. People who work for this guy are already confused. Yes, very. Because they're just like, I don't understand. How, who are we marketing this toward? Because you know, we, we're showing models gallivanting around this, you know, this island in the Bahamas. I don't understand who we're reaching out to. Yeah, they're 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 re- they're they're pushing models on the beach on Pablo Escobar's island yeah. at the. At the insistence of a chubby white dude in Ja Rule. <laughs> when you break it down like that, it it's, sounds pretty fucking stupid. It's absurd. <laughs> it's absolutely absurd. And still, people bought this. They didn't know. They still didn't know what was happening. Here, and we'll, we'll get to this. I'm going to defend the consumer a little bit. And by the way, it's hard for me to do because you and I have talked about this. I won't buy concert tickets to see bands that I really like anymore because they're a hundred bucks yeah. for a fucking. Seat. You and I just talked about this. Yeah. So Patrick and I went. Patrick and I are big Tool, Perfect Circle fans. Perfect Circle was going to be in Nashville. It was the closest fucking city. Yep. We're in Cleveland. Uh, you don't have to Google Maps it, guys. It's a hike. <laughs> yeah. <You have laughs> but he and I are just like. But we were pretty convinced. Like these guys don't tour very often. This is going to be our last chance. Uh, Later, we found out they have a new album coming out. Right. They're touring on. <laughs> we didn't know that. No, nah, we time. but at the time we didn't know that. Yeah. But still, that was going to be a hundred bucks for you know like uh, the ticket, maybe like a hundred and fifty for the plane ticket, and like maybe like a hundred for like a hotel or something like that. Because we're only going to be there one day. Less than five hundred dollars, probably more because of the drinking. But yeah. say around five hundred dollars, and I was like, "Fuck, man! All right." <laughs> I was like, I want to figure this out. I'm going to need a couple of months. I'm going to start. I, I had to save months in advance to make sure that didn't interrupt my bill schedule. I mean, and it was stressful, man. I'm, and I was pressuring you, Joe. We got to buy tickets, man. Yeah, we got to buy tickets. You were the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, now take that, include me leaving the country, <laughs> right? And tack on five, six thousand more dollars. 
I'm actually glad you Who brought... Who the fuck did this? I'm glad you brought that up because this is where they start to... Um, now they're starting to sell ticket packages to people. And I want to read off to you the options that... Oh, that's right. That's right. That you right. had. Okay, there was the rustic tent, which apparently I've never been to Coachella. Um, apparently, they do this at Coachella where they give you like a gorgeous tent filled, like really um, nice accommodations. Yeah. I think there's ceiling fans and shit in them, cool. um, and you get to overlook, you know, water. I, I don't know anything about it, but so they had the rustic tent, which was supposed to be like that, was drawn up like that. So it got turned you, out to be very rustic. So that part yeah, was sure actually true. Did. Yeah. <laughs> it got you a round trip flight from Miami to the, which they were calling Fire K. Now keep in mind, this guy didn't own the goddamn island. No. So he's still calling it his island, yep. calling it Fire K. Two tickets to the Fire Festival, two twin beds, upgrades available. As we find out, upgrades out the ass because you didn't get shit. Um, it can only be an upgrade. That's right. <laughs> when you finally get there, everything is so low graded that you can only upgrade. Um, the next option was you could get a private home. Uh, they had uh, villa oh, packages villas, yeah. for yep, exactly for 500 guests. You could get a private yacht, which was 10 tickets to the fire festival. Um, slept 10. You had um, a full crew, so you had a chef on board and everything. It was $250,000. Who does that in a weekend? Who drops two hundred fifty grand in a weekend? Who can do that? I don't know how long it's taken me to make $250,000 in my working life. Yeah, I don't, think I've, I, don't, I don't think I've reached it yet. Well, yeah, I'm sure you have. I spent it. <laughs> I spent um, it as I made it. So then here's another one. shit like homes and food. So right there, you could do the tent, you could do a private home, or you could do a private yacht, right? Influencers were all told. Oh, those were free, right? That's correct. Um, They got housing. They got housing for free. They were told that per post, they'd get a three-person villa on the beach. Per post. Per post. And by the way, the three-person villa didn't didn't exist. exist. (laughs) Fucking great, man. (laughs) This dude was selling stuff that didn't exist. There were no three people villa per post. See, now, this is now, again, I'm struggling with the people that were actually working this event for a couple of reasons. Obviously, now everyone comes out and says, I was totally against it. Don't go too deep on this. Sure. But my, my problem is that. Why is that not... Why didn't someone be like, hey, I just went to our website. Uh, it looks great. The things you just <laughs> promised don't exist. Because now, What's keep, the plan? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Okay. Keep in mind, what we've been talking about so far is the possibility of pulling this off. Yes. Right? Now, the people who were working for this guy were, had no reason to believe it couldn't be done yet at this point. Okay. And I guess... Okay, maybe. I, I, for me, and I understand sometimes when you're doing stuff like this. Uh, no, I don't understand. I've never done this. Uh, but <laughs> there probably have to be a lot of like arrangements and things that are just kind of off the off the cuff, whatever. But and I guess maybe as we get deeper into it, the, it, it's really where I start having a problem. Like, really, no one knew that some sketchy shit was going on here. And I know everyone's like, "Yeah, I definitely knew," it, and I was voicing my opinion and my concerns. I'm like. <laughs> 
I don't know, man. I, I have trouble with that part. I really do. I, I understand why. And by the way, you should, yeah. right? You should have a pessimistic viewpoint when, when somebody is has this aggressive a uh, timeline, right? Yeah, and, but, is, and is aggressively selling something that doesn't exist. But still, consider the fact that there was there was no reason to not believe that True. this couldn't be done. And that guy, again, he was a very, very good salesman. Yes. They're like, I don't know how. This guy just keeps coming up with a million here, three million here, two million. He just keeps coming up with money. And also consider that he's... John cool. Rule was involved. Well, yeah. That, so that's what kind of would have put I mean, me Because he probably, he put his shirt on a on a tree stump somewhere and was like, let's get this, uh, let's get this going. Yeah. Fire. With, it's going to be fire. <laughs> with his sunglasses, bald head, and shirtless. Um, yeah. Also, he wore the sunglasses inside. So. You also have to remember that this Billy guy, that this Billy guy very clearly was keeping information silent. Yes, yes. He was he, not he, sharing... He was primarily in charge of the finances in terms of where it came from and how it was being spent. And he wasn't telling people that were doing Anything. all the work, all the development. They weren't... They weren't... That, that's what I mean. And that's the other thing, too. Yeah. Like, like uh, that guy, Andy, who, who's... A, he, he was a guy that was defending Billy throughout this entire thing. Not in the, not defending his actions, but, like, he was the one that was kind of rallying everyone together, saying, look, man, this kid's a visionary. Yep. Trust him. Trust him. And, and by the way, uh, we haven't gotten – Andy hasn't gotten pulled into this yet. But that's a guy that I actually do feel bad for. Like there are a handful of people like Yoga Dude. I know you disagree. I feel bad for that guy. No, no, no. I, oh. I actually – remember I mentioned that I watched it twice because I've missed some stuff? Right. I did miss something from Yoga Guy. Uh, I'm not going to use his name because I don't really care. But <laughs> um, he said that uh, they were withholding – 70% of his fee uh, yeah. of his – wasn't going to be paid until the festival day. He couldn't bail. And we were... We they were, were holding that over his that's head. That's exactly right. We were I, gonna I, I, didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So, and, sorry, yoga guy. And that's, and that's part of this, too. Like, all these things... Like, let's say that guy's fee was $100,000. Because I have no idea what it was. But let's say sure. it was. That meant $70,000 yeah. was being held until that festival kicked off. He was... If it was 70 bucks, I'd be like, <laughs> I'm going to ride this out. I'm just... I'm not a dude that could just scoff at money. <laughs> I'm just not. So, um, so we just went through the the ticket packages, and this is this is this is great to me. Within 48 hours, 95 percent of all the tickets sold. were sold. Sold within 48 hours. That's crazy. People are, and we're not. People are just buying stuff. They're what? Spending a lot of money, Wait, and they say? still don't know what it is. <laughs> what the I fuck, man? They don't know who's playing there? No. They don't know if At this point, at least per the documentary, I still don't think the lineup has been released yet. It hasn't been. I know that. What are they buying, dude? They, they haven't even asked the guy to start getting the lineup yet oh. at this point. And people are dropping... Money like crazy to potentially see hang a out band with. or an act that they may or may oh, not like. I was going with supermodels. You might run into a supermodel. No, oh, there's no <laughs> fucking way that was going to happen. I, I know. Uh, so now, now that they've um, announced the ticket packages, they've sold 95% of the tickets that are available. Jesus they start looking at accommodations specifically for restrooms. Now, th there's this guy named Keith who's a goddamn hero, love in him. my opinion. I love he was the guy that really stood out to me in this. Yeah. yeah he was the first... He wasn't in it very long. No! <laughs> <laughs> they ousted this fucker right away. <laughs> 
But I remember uh, uh, he seemed like a really nice guy. And he was one of the first guys. Like, well, first of all, guys, you literally got to go to Home Depot and buy like a thousand toilets. <laughs> and, and this is that's exactly. He was the first person practical who, who was vocally saying, "Oh, I just want to make mention that the island that you've quote unquote bought uh, can't fit ten thousand people. Just want you to know that there is but, literally not enough room land exactly. to have all the things that you say that you want. <laughs> you haven't even sold all the tickets. Yeah. You still don't have five percent of the tickets have not been sold." <laughs> I imagine those room. that those tickets sell will will not be you know virtual attendees. They're going to also show up, yeah. and there's no room for them either. So he's like, "All right, well, then he, I think he came up with the plan to have a lot of people sleeping on this cruise ship." So I'm actually about to get into okay. that. So he um so he says to them, "Look, the land that you quote unquote own isn't big enough to accommodate the people that you've already the stage, got coming. The tents, everything. It's just it number two." There's not enough space for people, let alone restrooms for all these people. So he comes up with this plan where, and I thought, I think it's a really good plan. It's a, it's in, in in light of their situation. In light it's of the, the situation, best plan. It was it was a good plan. So we're about to meet another asshole of this of this thing, and his name is Grant. Oh, I fucking hated Grant. Grant, this guy's um, he is the. He kept calling himself the chief marketing officer. He Grant, did it in quotes. Grant Margolin. You remember the, when he introduced yes. himself? He's like, I am the chief. Why are you putting that in quotations, dummy? Here's my note on this guy. He's the uh, fire marketing director, and he called himself the chief marketing officer. Yes, doing air he quotes, did it in air quotes, and I don't know why. And my note is, I hate this dude. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that guy immediately. So Always on his phone. Him and, him and fucking Billy. They and, th- and uh, this is the main. They always, they were always on their phones. They were always walking around the beach in what a, a really expensive designer button-down shirt with unbuttoned. like oh, with like three buttons done. Yeah. <laughs> like, dudes, you guys do not have the bodies for this. So Keith's, button up. <laughs> Keith's telling me. I know they weren't like. No, short. they were not in good shape. Yeah, <laughs> I don't do that, and I kind of work out. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point. Keith is telling him, hey, look, you don't have enough room for people. You don't have enough room for accommodations. What we need to do is get a couple of cruise ships, have them docked offshore, yeah. and boat people back and forth. And by the way, he acknowledges this not is a not great a great idea. plan. Get, getting drunk people on one boat onto At another night. boat is not a good plan. He's, he's But it's open, all he had. That's exactly right. He's like, because now the reason I'm presenting you with this very shitty plan is because our current shitty plan won't work because, again, as I mentioned, there isn't enough land for the people that are coming here. Literally, you can't fit anyone on this, uh, on this island anymore. Yep. So uh, Grant, the fucking dick, looks at him and laughs and says, we're not not doing the cruise ship thing. We're not doing it. And Keith's just looking at him like, what the fuck are you going to do? Right. And he's like, no, we're not kidding. We're not doing the cruise ship thing. And Grant was, I really, it was, it was actually an uncomfortable silence and I wasn't even involved. And and Keith was hard to watch. I think his reaction was like, okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Better invest in a lot of bunk beds. Yeah. Like, how are we going to do this? And then what? He's, (laughs) <laughs> like in the next scene, he's out. So, thank you. So, do you remember when is this? When is this show supposed to go? A- I'm pop quizzing you right now. April, end of April. Yeah. Keith gets fired. February, March. So, he gets fired the end of February into March. Yeah. 
and and he makes mention there were a couple other people that get, get yeah they, get let go it too. wasn't uncommon there was kind of a rotating door with some of these people because they were they didn't get into specifics but I'm assuming they were telling him the same thing this is not feasible and the the company slogan that they kept falling back on was <laughs> we are a solutions based company no negativity. <laughs> Which, again, should have been a red flag for people. All right, so now I want to take a, a minute here and put this all into perspective. Okay, please don't leave Ja Rule out of this. It's, it's the beginning of March. Okay. The, the festival is at the end of April. They have yet to still book anybody, <laughs> build accommodations. N- nothing outside of a promotional video has been done. And they sold 95% of the tickets. Yeah. Because everyone is stupid. Yeah, and, and the accommodations for what they've sold don't exist yet. Do not exist. Some of them are never going to exist. Yes, as we will find out later. <laughs> so at this point, it's 45 days away from the festival. Um, they finally hire the people to, to the posi- uh, do... The positive people. What? The solution-based positive people. No. That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, okay. You just keep we're, guessing? A, we're a solutions-based company. And, uh, <laughs> oh, I, I don't want negative people here. Uh, actually, ironically, this is, so they finally hire the people who are going to Start do actually all the... building. Yeah, they're going to build the stage. They're going to take care of all the technical stuff. I just thought of something. I'm so sorry. Okay. The, uh, the buying of the island thing. Uh-huh. He was still boasting that to people, correct? Yes. Now, the one thing that did come up uh, prior to this is they actually did have to move islands a few times and they yeah, ended up landing we're not on there yet we're not there yet okay no. i'm sorry go ahead so, um, but but that is important because now he's finally hired the contractors to build the stage and do all the technical stuff and they only have 45 days to get this done now you just said it they don't even end up on this island they don't even know that yet so these guys get hired to build the stage and do all this technical work the guy says, he goes, 45 days, it's possible. <laughs> I was hoping for some reason, I don't know why, I was hoping he was going to say, it's possible, but all things are possible with the good Lord. <laughs> I wanted it to get religious for some reason. Also, at this point, is the first time, 45 days ago, it's the first time that they sit down and build a budget for this festival. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, maybe we should discuss what we have to spend. There are, this is shocking to, I don't even, I, I have a business degree. I've never even considered doing anything this marginally in, insane. Mm. They haven't built a budget for five months. For a 10,000 person festival. The budget comes out to $38 million. Oh, that's right. The guy in the purple with the scarf with the said scarf. it was 38, yeah. yeah. $38 million. Jesus Christ. And this is where um, you know they finally start talking about pulling Andy King into it because he's like, uh, a thing a thing of this magnitude should take twelve months to do. Yeah. You're down to forty five days. And you st- and you just built your budget. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, that's a lot to take in. Um so this is what you just mentioned three minutes ago, and this is relevant. So they're within they're within sixty days of this thing getting kicked off. So probably under forty five at this point, and they get kicked off the island. 
Yes. Do you know why? Tell yes, everybody why they get kicked off. They get kicked off the island because the owner of the island, the actual owner of the island, uh, does not want Pablo Escobar's name being used to promote it because he really wants to change the image. Because him, Can't like him. us, don't understand why somebody <laughs> wants to be Pablo Escobar. Right. Shit didn't end well for him. Uh, so this is kind of where my problem was. It's a uh, why didn't anyone say, "Hey, Billy, how are we getting kicked off the island that you own?" I thought you own this thing. How are you getting kicked out of your island? Yeah. Let, I- I- exactly. Someone explain that to me. Less than 50 days to go, yep. they find out, hey, the island that you thought all along, we gave you one. It's like goddamn gremlins. You get a couple simple rules, and you fuck that shit up. He's like, do he's you- like, do not mention Pablo Escobar when you promote it. And the guy's like, the very first promotion we did, yep. we said... Pablo used to Escobar. be owned by Pablo Escobar. The guy's like, fuck you, get off the island. And that yeah. was it. And that was it. They were done. They were done. So, And yet um, no one asked how Billy got kicked off the island he owned. So at this point, they, they, um, they know they can't go on that island. Mm-hmm. They have less than 50 days. They look at the next island, can't do it. Look at the next island, can't do it. Look at the next island, can't do it. Finally get to the main island where all the resorts are, and yeah. they, they can build it there. Yeah. Which essentially, from the pictures that they were showing, just looked like a big parking lot. It was It awful. wasn't even a beach. It wasn't a beach. No. And that's what they've been promoting. Exactly. They've so, been promoting a beach. <laughs> they've been the promoting. good news is, I think they could fit everyone on the island, though. They've been <laughs> promoting this private island experience. And, and then... Basic, oh, it was, uh, it was, what, just north of uh, one of the resorts Exuma. There. Yeah. Oh, Sandal. Sandal. Sandals. Sandals Resort. Where Michael so Scott actually, and Jan went. Exactly. So you know it's going to work. So yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a remote island anymore. Yeah, uh, it was a place that everyone goes. <laughs> oh, but they took care of that. Remember? Yes, they. Uh... <laughs> these people are. They these just, people they are cre- assholes. They just created a map. They 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 altered an existing map to make it look like it, like was, it was surrounded by water. Oh my god! Remember? Remember? You watched the rest of development. Do you remember when um, it was in season one and uh, Buster? Uh, they were they were making fun of the fact that Buster was taking those cartography classes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're trying to escape, and he, he thought the blue was he thought land. the blue was land. <laughs> Buster, <laughs> the one who thought the blue on the map was land, is in charge of the company. <laughs> so, the best. That's so, what it was. That, that's exactly what it was. So these fucking assholes get this part of this large island where all kinds of people are. They decided to Photoshop out the fact Photoshop that- it out that it's actually not an island. <laughs> and it turns out that the festival they had booked on their the island oh. that Billy owned and got kicked off of so weird yeah. was the exact same weekend as a really popular regatta. Yeah, as a regatta. Like where the population of the island doubles. Yeah. There's no hotels. So they did it at a terrible time there too. So it's one. Th- it's one thing to book it at the exact same time if you're in a completely different island. Agreed. But you've now landed on the. You're island. on the same island now. Yeah. You have. You I'm not have... even sure it's an island anymore. I know <laughs> you're saying it is. <laughs> like you, you were pitching, <laughs> you were pitching that this was going to be a remote, you know, exotic desert island. And what you're actually, what actually, no, I mean, basically, the concert was in Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> and and also keep in mind that this. This festival had a contract to go for five years. Five years, yeah. Um, Didn't make it. Nope. (laughs) Didn't even make it five days. Nope. (laughs) 
So at this point, now they realize they've oversold their accommodations. They're on an island that there isn't going to be a room for those they have already. Well, I think now that part actually is gone because they actually will have room for them. No, because now they start, they literally realize they have to start cutting out influencers. Ah, uh, good point. Because there are no oh, homes that's for right. them. Remember, they promised them And that And Yoga Guy even sent them saying, like, you got to cut like 300 people yeah. right now. Like, you can't do this. So. Because <laughs> they don't have accommodations. Like, there's nowhere for these people to live. Yeah, so um, this guy, Mark Musters, uh, starts telling them that they need to cut paying guests because there were there were no places to stay. That's the yoga guy, right? Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, because he said, he said he sent an email that basically said, I know you're oh, I got his last name wrong. I feel bad about that, but yeah, whatever. Don't, we don't know. Well, I do. Um, you do. <laughs> I, feel, I mean, I feel bad for it. I fucked oh, up his I name. Oh, I felt bad because you no, fucked up his name. I, I don't know. Okay. Got Ja Rule right. Um, but he's the one. Oh, that's... you know what? I, I'm wrong. The guy with the scarf. The guy with the scarf is Mark Musters. Okay. He's the creative director. He's the one who says, who backs up the, hey, you have people who paid. There isn't any place for them to be. Yeah. You need to call them and tell them they can't come. Yeah. And that's, I think, yeah. And eventually, when it got really, really bad, that's, and I don't know if you're getting to this part either, uh, that's when Yoga Guy sent that email saying, I know you're concerned about the backlash of maybe canceling some people, but let me paint you a picture. Right, yeah. <laughs> let me paint you a picture of some more potential backlash. You grab 500 people, you take them to a deserted island, you drop them off there with nowhere to stay, no food, and no way of getting back. I mean, that's a dangerous situation. Yeah. That's a much bigger risk that you're taking right there. You have invited people to a quote-unquote remote island... Not quite the one they thought they were going to stay on. Doesn't yeah. matter because they already bought their tickets anyway. Yeah. You have invited them, and you've put them in a bad, bad, very bad, dangerous spot. situation. Yeah, they have nowhere to go. Also, it's cashless, so they didn't have any cash. Did we, yeah, are we talking about that yet? No, we haven't. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that. But it, yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. So the so it's also planned for this to be cashless. Yeah. So. How the fuck are they going to get back? These people have no means. They would means. literally be stuck there. Yeah. Can you imagine? Literally would be stuck there. Would you tolerate that? If somebody was like, hey, Joe, we're going to drop you off in this desert, deserted island. I have no shelter for you. I have no food for you. I have zero accommodations for you. But uh, you know what? Hey, man, you're in the Bahamas. No. Fuck no. <laughs> no. <laughs> of course not. I may not do that if I had my wallet with me. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. What's it going to cost? I'm not gonna do that. I'm just, I'm just not. Thank God I'm not dumb as like these people. And they're just like, yeah, I'll do that. So this is, um, this is one of my my favorite parts of this whole thing. So there's this guy. His name is Calvin Wells. He's a financier, basically, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, redhead, uh, red hair. He's not, you know, he doesn't have a he's red not a head. Devil. Yeah. Yes, he's not. He's not. A he's not a though. devil. <laughs> he starts looking at this. And notices that there are artists. Oh yeah, that he works with. That he works with that are listed as headliners. He's reaching out to their managers, going, "Hey, this thing seems weird." Yeah, and this is supposed to happen in real short order. That's kind of odd. And they they reply with, "Yeah, it's odd to us because they're paying us double what Our we would typically yeah. typically get, and they haven't given us a dime yet." Yeah. So this uh, Calvin, Calvin Wells decides that he's going to create a Twitter account 
Fire fraud. Is that it? Yeah, something like that. It was it was fire fraud, you're right. So he wants to expose the the fraud to the public. Now it's March. This concert is happening next month. Um and this guy who's just a financier has already he recognized already bullshit. Yeah, he's like, this is a phony. He very quickly put together this was not bullshit. Yeah. He looked into it for like 10 minutes. Why did no one else see this? <laughs> so now we're 26 days out yeah. at this point. Um, By the way, I just I do want to accommodate you. This is the most prep work we've ever done for a podcast, and you are killing it right now. Oh, yeah, thank This you. timeline is impressive. <laughs> you actually took more care into this than in your actual job. Joe, <laughs> you can't let people hear that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is kidding. so not true. Just kidding. You're um, an amazing employee. So we, we're 20- I just can't believe how much prep we did. <laughs> you and I watched this documentary Ugh. on this a total of four times, because I did it three. <laughs> Oh no! Five. five you did times. it twice. Twice, yeah. We watched something five times. Yeah. You have an outline of notes. I have notes. They're not very good. Uh, I literally just wrote Keith, foreign guy, because <laughs> <laughs> he's what stuck out in me. Keith, Wait, Keith's you know, a goddamn Keith, hero. He's the best man. Love him. I just, I just, I didn't want that to go unnoticed. That how much prep work you've actually done for this. Yeah, you know, I appreciate that. And actually, Keith, Keith is a fucking hero in this, and and. Nothing he said. He and his remember he yeah, said oh, he and his wife. He said he and his wife tried to live, tried a, to sleep in, in a tent. tent on nine. He's like, it's fucking horrible. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, was, it's fucking really bad. He went that it's far. So, it's so loud. Mosquitoes, Mosquitoes like yeah. crazy. He's like, it's a fucking miserable experience. <laughs> so now they're twenty six days out. They're still building the site. They have hundreds of day laborers that are working around the clock, and they still don't have enough people. They keep bringing more. Yeah, they don't have enough laborers yeah. to get the work done. They said at one point they had 200 people just doing that. No running water, no electricity, no accommodation still. No common sense. <laughs> <laughs> how, how the fuck did no one say, hey... Where are these people going to plug in their phones? They're millennials. Right. They can't be without their fucking phones. Right. Food? Water? Where are they going to pee? This Someone is... answer me. <laughs> this is also... Like, nah, man, stay positive. <laughs> this is also the first time that um, they go to actual fire employees and say there's no money for payroll. They did. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. one of them actually made a joke. Like a joke around the office was, "Hey, were you paid this week?" And wasn't in the right amount. And one guy's like, "Well, I was paid. It was a bag of money, though. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a red flag for you." Um, and, it's, and they're also still putting things up on the website for um, accommodations oh. that don't exist because oh he's yeah, that's so, right. He's so cash deprived that he's trying to sell things that don't exist. So they put up. They have this a, idea a, a for cabana, right? That's exactly yeah. right. So they put up I'm this idea. I'm so glad idea. I watched this right before we did this. <laughs> I actually remember all this because, and that's why I did it. So it's fresh in my mind. I just, I got done watching it 30 minutes before you showed up. So they, they're so cash deprived. They're like, let's say we have, literally, they were like, let's just say we have a cabana for put 50 it up, grand. For, put it up for 50 grand and see if anybody takes it. And I think at that point, someone in the room was actually like, we don't have a cabana. Yeah. He's like, yeah, be positive. <laughs> so, um, at this point, uh, it's clearly a shit show. Yeah. Right? P- 
people who are fire employees, people who are laborers, people who are contracted employees are starting to realize, hey, I'm not getting fucking paid. There's a problem. We don't have all the stuff you told all these people that had bought tickets yes. that you have. So somebody puts up this website, and I fucking love this, called firek.com. And it's very clearly somebody who's on the oh, inside. Oh, in the inner circle. Yeah. yeah. They're posting Fe- actual photos. They're of- feeding information to this website, exposing them. Like, what they promised, what is actual. That's I forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, because I, I was... The fire fraud and the, the, the fire K were two separate mm-hmm. separate sites trying to expose what's actually yeah. happening. The fire fraud one didn't really get a lot of traction. No. It doesn't feel like. But the fire K one, and they actually said, this is clearly somebody who's in the inner circle. Yes, because they were feeding information in real they actually, time. They actually never said who it was either. I know. And you know what? I think someone had actually said they were trying to extort Billy, but not for money. They were extorting him saying, I'm not, I'll take this down, sure, yep. but you have to start giving people the real information. And that's um, Andy King told Billy. So, so this, this, what I was about to say does happen, but they actually get a meeting of people together. Billy calls this meeting with all the inner circle people and says, whichever one of you is oh, yeah. feeding this information to this website, I'm going to fucking sue your ass. I'm going to go after you hard. Yeah. So, Me and Ja Rule. Which, by the way, at this point, Ja Rule is not in the gone. documentary. He is not in the documentary anymore. He's gone. I don't know if it's because everyone got tired of hearing him fucking talk because he just says dumb shit all the time. Or maybe he was actually smart enough to be like, I don't know if this is going to work. I, you don't even hear about no. him at this point in the Literally, documentary. the last 45 minutes of the documentary, you only hear about him one time. And we'll talk about that eventually when we get to it, but... So um, Andy King, who this dude is a is a stand up motherfucker in my I opinion. I think so too. Him and Yoga Guy and Keith, I think, are all good guys. Yeah, there's a ha- there's a handful. There's a handful. There's a handful. Oh, uh, the um, all the app the developers woman. have I'm no sorry, problem that, with that, them. That, that, yeah, I, same thing. I mean, um, so Andy King tells him, "Look, dude, you have somebody who is here telling." Somebody who owns this website, what's actually fucking Sending happening? Them literal, like actual real time information yes. about things that are actually happening. This is your chance. This is your chance. Get it out there, man. Let them know that you got to set expectations yep. now. That, that's, that's what he exactly said. You're right. Set expectations. Don't let make people think they're staying in the Taj Mahal when they're staying in a fucking log cabin. This is your chance to come fucking clean, clean yes. and he doesn't fucking doesn't do, do it. it. Still doesn't do it. 17 days to go. He has every opportunity to kind of re- re- reset the whole fucking thing, and he doesn't fucking do it. Just God, crazy. It's amazing. It really, really so is. So this thing is supposed to go up um, on 428. On April 22nd, again, this is another great example of how cash-strapped these, pe- these people are. They start sending emails to all of the guests... Um, saying, "Hey, I've noticed you didn't put money on your on your fire wristband." I love this. So weird. I we need you to put this. money on your fire wristband. This is going to be a cashless experience. Experience with zero infrastructure to do so. Which no oh, yeah, Wi-Fi. The, the, yeah, though the 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 wire transfer thing is completely yeah. fucked. They can't do it. Yeah, they can't do it. They don't have the services to actually do that. Which and I know you didn't see the Hulu one. This actually did come up in the Hulu one. Because in the Hulu one, they actually did interview Billy McFarland. Uh, 
and they straight up asked him, "Hey, uh, at this point, and at this point of like the the festival setup, you're very strapped for cash, and all of a sudden this band thing comes out." Was and you were encouraging people to put on three hundred dollars per day, so you got to think yeah. how many people were were, were going to three thousand dollars for the entire weekend. They were encouraging them to put everyone on to put three thousand. And how many people were were did they, well, ten thousand was 10, the original 000? estimation. So ten thousand times three thousand math. I'm just looking a lot at of you. money. Yeah, <laughs> dude. We are college graduates, and we're holding phones. I'm not holding a phone, you, you lying just put it son down, of a bitch. Piece of shit. Positive. Three million dollars. Thirty million bucks. Thirty million bucks. That's what I meant. Three right. million. You are dumb. <laughs> that was actually my first guess too. No. Uh, but so, and they were just like, "Was that a way? To, were you going to use those funds to pay off other stuff?" And he just kind of put his head down. He's like, I have no comment on that. So clearly, that's what he was doing. Clearly. Yeah. They had raised $800,000 by duping these dumb fucking millennial kids into going. <laughs> you guys are so dumb. They spent three to $4,000 to go. and then Fuck they dr- them. They're stupid. <laughs> then they put another $3,000 on a wristband. But they, they, gained, they gained another $800,000. Dude, I want to be perfectly clear. They are six days away. From this, from this festival kicking off, and he's still trying to raise money to get it built. It's amazing. It's so, truly amazing. At this point, they also realize that they don't have enough tents for all the people who have bought tickets for tents. There are 350 people that are going to show up. You already talked about this. With nowhere with to stay. With no place to stay. Also, um, uh, I think we talked about it a little bit. What did they actually use for tents? Oh, they were like FEMA tents. The hurricane relief tents. Yeah. The leftover hurricane relief tents. Yeah, they weren't, they luxury weren't these tents. Coachella luxury. My tent is nicer. I have a nicer tent in my house. <laughs> I have a nicer tent in my house than what these morons were promised. And it didn't cost me a couple grand. It was like 70 bucks. And the people who had homes that they were basically Air, airbnb mm-hmm. for these uh, other people who, who got the private homes yeah. are starting to say, you haven't paid me. I'm not leaving. So now they have those homes that people are supposed to stay in. The people that own those homes are bailing. Yeah. Um, so they obviously know they don't have enough. Also, still no jaw rule. No, oh, no, that he's motherfucker. He's, he's gone. He's hiding. I can't wait for when Smart we talk man. about his when he reemerges. <laughs> so at this point, they don't have enough accommodations for people who are showing up. They everybody realizes that there's not enough money. Um, and people who are involved in putting the festival together aren't being paid at all. No, they're not. And they're holding, you mentioned this earlier, they're holding money over their heads. And a lot of, and I guess that, that's the, like, what do you do? Like, what know. can you do? So there are workers that aren't being paid that are actually on site. Uh, the, the app people, the developers, the promoters, the media. There are people just all over the place not getting paid. Yeah. But what do you, I mean, having not been in that spot, thank God I've worked extensively for two companies that were at least paying me every right. period. Like, I don't know what you do there. I'm, I'm actually amazed a lot of people didn't just walk away. But I guess, I, I don't know. They fired the caterer for the entire... Like two weeks fuck, in advance. Yeah, two weeks in advance, they fired the fucking people who were going to feed everybody. Can you imagine Said, no, that? that Andy guy was like, yeah, Billy fired him over the phone. Yeah. Just right there. He had two weeks to find somebody to 
feed 10,000 people. Yeah. And actually, that guy, uh, yoga guy, uh, actually said, maybe one of the reasons that this thing just kept on trucking forward is because we actually kept pulling miracles out and, of our ass. And that's exactly Because that right. Andy guy, yep. apparently is very good at his job, yep. actually did find somebody. Yeah. And the, I, I think that they were like, that may have been what just kept fueling Billy into not seeing what literally everyone else saw, was that his workers just kept pulling miracles out of their asses, allowing the thing to continue a little bit. And that's, and, and that's the shocking part of it. Like, when you really think about how you keep bailing some asshole out of their problems, the asshole's just going to keep getting into problems. Yeah. Because you keep bailing them out. You keep finding well, it, ways to make it work. It's the same thing of, like, if you have a shitty kid and you keep bailing your kid out of problems, yeah. he's not going to not be a shitty kid. So, um, and he smiles like a moron all the time. <laughs> so it's four days to go until this festival. Four days. And now guests are starting to ask questions about logistics. Like, hey, where is this flight going from? Where is it coming to? Legit questions. <laughs> well, yeah. Very, very legit questions. So that asshole what Grant. I, yeah. Um, so that asshole Grant decides to use fuck Jerry, who is basically just a fucking, like, they're like, we're going to promote your sh- shit on, um, yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. He's now using them as customer service and directing all these legitimate questions to some fucking Instagram marketing organization. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, so Grant notices that they're getting pummeled by negative comments for pe- from people who aren't having their questions answered. Like utterly destroyed. Like, I mean, yes. like the comments are, are actually even things like, why the hell are you guys not answering me? I need to know these yeah. things. This is terrible. So, so what? What are the? What does Grant tell Fuck Jerry to do, Joe? Delete any negative comments. Delete any negative comments. Also, they actually created a filter where they were filtering out certain things like festival. Like it would automatically delete. Oh like my god! Festival uh, arrival time plane. <laughs> you know, schedule like anything that they weren't going to be able to answer. They were filtering out. How anyone even got to this location is fucking amazing. Amazing to me. But I mean, that's what they were doing. They were they were deleting negative con anything that was negative. Because again, I think the whole theme, and I mentioned it earlier on, it's image obsessed. It's all about the image. You have to portray a positive image. So they're four days out, Jesus and literally Christ. at this point, everybody is talking every single solitary day about canceling this festival, right? Nobody's shown up yet. <laughs> the problem that Billy has, and the reason he can't do it, is what? So he he has to have this festival to pay for everything that he's already the spent. The financiers, the investors, he has to pay them. Yep. Actually, I think it came out later. He was, I think it was in like the contract. They were going to be paid like within a certain amount of time. Yeah, all, all the investors are going to be paid back with, I imagine, interest. I assume that's what investing is. You don't just loan out the same amount of money and get the same amount back. That's not investing. That's yeah, a loan. They have um they have uh contracts with these investors saying, "Hey, we're going to pay you in X days of this festival being complete." So without this festival being kicked off, he can't pay his investors. Nope. He can't pay the people who've already done all this work, etc. So he's at at this point he has no choice but to see this through. And everybody's telling him to stop it. 
and I think at this point, maybe he's. I, my opinion is he's going to see this through because he's going to be like, I got to see how I can get money out of this. Because I think he knew it was probably going to be a shit show. I don't think he's a. He's a liar. He's a con artist. Yeah. He's a scammer for sure. I don't think he's a fucking moron, though. He had to have known this wasn't going to work. But I think his whole thing was, I at least got to see this thing through to the end, maybe salvage some money out of this. I, yeah. I really think that's where it is. Um, the day before the festival was supposed to start, Fuck Jerry shows up, four guys from Fuck Jerry, and there are no rental cars. Yeah. Like, the day before, there's still warning signs saying, yeah. this can't work. Four guys can't get a rental car. Yeah. Let alone how many thousands of people who are about to show up. Yeah. I assume they were all going to get in the same fucking car, too. They just needed one car. And they were just kind of joking on the side of the road, like, all right, not a great start to the festival. Yeah. But you know what? I, they probably didn't. I'm sure they were probably just joking around. These are guys that have made their living off a site called Fuck Jerry. They still had no idea. Yeah, they didn't know what was actually they were media. They were promoted. Yeah. They hadn't been on the island. They didn't know what was going on. So, and they've been given no inclination that they should yeah, worry. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, this is when Andy King um, drops the greatest analogy. So, for anybody who hasn't seen this yet, Andy King has this analogy about Woodstock, and I thought it was fucking it's, brilliant it's spot on because it puts everything into perspective everyone knows what woodstock is everybody does every, every if, one, if you ask anyone about woodstock they're like fucking awesome music yes festival. that's what they say anybody who is our age who has parents they either went to woodstock knew somebody who went to woodstock or lived during the time i or, mean they, they, exactly they were well aware of it everyone knows everything about woodstock and woodstock was probably i mean god when you see the pictures who I, there had to be Hundreds of thousands, not millions of people there. I mean, it was. I don't even know the number. But, but when, I, was, when when you see photos of of like Woodstock, of bands playing at Woodstock, it is a sea of people. It was a guy's for, goddamn farm. For as far as the eye can see, you yeah. see people, and I don't mean people scattered around. I mean people shoulder to fucking shoulder. Yep. It's, so, it's, it was just. It turned out to be as I'm sure we have a lot of lo- young listeners. Uh, <laughs> It, it just turned out to be like this amazing, amazing festival that people still talk about. It will always talk Gotta about it. Got to be the greatest music festival of all time. Hands down. Has to be. Not, not those dumb, the, the two times that we tried to replicate it and it turned into a fucking nightmare. Right. So Andy King, Andy King brings up this analogy that's fucking amazing. He's like, Woodstock, everyone knows what it is. Everyone knows how great it was. Nobody talks about how there weren't restrooms. Nobody talks about the tens of thousands of cars Damn that were- no water. Yeah. There were no provisions. There weren't places for people to sleep. No. It was a all the people, mess. all the people that OD'd, drug abuse, rape, like the all people that were the people that were show. caught on the people whose cars were caught on highways for literally days, yeah, because there are hundreds of thousands of cars. So this guy, they don't talk. He's like they don't talk about, or you know what? Also, the damage that place was fucking destroyed. Destroyed. That guy's farm was destroyed. That guy's farm was yeah. destroyed. Yeah. So. um... You know, he, he's talking about that. So, and he's worked with Billy long enough and he, he says it several times. He's like, I, I believed in this kid because I've seen him pull off shit. He's that, a visionary. Yeah. So he's even telling people, he's like, this can still work. This can still work. Yeah. So the night before, <laughs> the night before that people are supposed to show up. Of course. What happens? Fucking monsoon. <laughs> you know what's funny? Yoga guy. He's the one that's telling the story. He's like, so we're out on the, you know, on the balcony of this place, and we're just kind of looking out. All of a sudden, it just starts pouring rain. He's like, 
and I just start laughing uncontrollably. We all do, because yeah. we're like, of course it's going to pour rain yeah. and destroy any work we actually have gotten done. He's just like, it's just, it, it's, it's the, 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 the perfect ending to the shit sandwich that we've been cooking for fucking three months. <laughs> that's just what it is. And then he did say one thing, which I, I really, really liked, and that's why I'm on Yoga Guy's team. He didn't say it, I don't think. I think someone else said it, but he was just like, someone said to him, well, at least they won't get away with it. Yeah. Now there's no way they can get away with it now. Yeah. Because at this point, they're like, we know there's shady shit going on here, and when we're deleting negative comments, we're saying things that aren't true, we're promoting things that aren't there. Now, now there's definitely no way they're going to get away with, with being this way. So uh, destroys any work that they actually did get done. Tents were destroyed, everything. Which actually kind of makes me worry about the hurricane tents if they couldn't right. make it through the storm. But go ahead. They were already, they were already short for places for people to stay. They weren't done building all the tents, which meant when it rained like a motherfucker that night, all the tents that still needed to be put up, all the mattresses and pillows and everything were soaked and Gone. unusable. Gone. So they were already. You're basically starting over. <laughs> you are fucking starting over. Uh, Too goddamn funny. Then that's when the dumbass millennials start showing up the next fucking morning. And they mention this, and it's kind of funny when you think about it. They're like, of all the things that went wrong, everything went wrong, you would think at least maybe, maybe these flights would be delayed. There'd be a problem. They're like, nope. It was the most crisp flight schedule you've ever seen yeah. in your life. Everyone showed up to the second on time. Yeah. And dude, people show up. The campsite isn't done, so they they reroute everybody away from the campsite so they can't even fucking see what's happening to get, to buy these other people time to keep building stuff that we already know is unusable because yeah. it's sopping wet. These people get sent to this poor lady's restaurant for six hours. I feel so bad for that woman. I do too, dude. For six hours, these kids, these Stupid kids, these dumb white funneling tequila down their fucking gullets. Yep, but they because they still don't know what's going on. And you know what? At that point, I still wouldn't have either. I'm like, oh cool, you're gonna take me to a bar to party before this thing starts. Awesome, right? (laughs) (laughs) So this, and by the way, this is only a third of the paying guests. Most of them didn't make it. That's right. Most people didn't make it because at this point. They had to shut everything down. But so still. there, there's, there are no lights. There's no place for everybody to stay. A third of the entire guests, all the tents are packed. You're probably in tents with complete strangers at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah, probably. The acts are canceling. This is the. This is day one. All the acts cancel. Yeah. Um, people who are still showing, who are still supposed to show up, get turned the fuck around and say, "Forget." At Miami, there's like, don't. Yep. The people that are still at the airport that are landing are being told to just stay there, don't come, because it's not happening. Yeah. So for, I guess, fortunately, a lot of the people didn't actually make it to the island. But unfortunately... Two-thirds of them didn't, luckily. But unfortunately, what's that? So that'd be, what, about 3,000 people did. Yeah. Well, unfortunately for them. Billy straight up disappears. Gone. Yeah, that, and that was, it turned into a running joke. They're like, has anyone seen Billy? Yeah, he was And where is Ja Rule? <laughs> That dude fucking left. That Andy King had he to, said He said he snuck away. Yeah, he had His to, people were fucking rioting. Yeah, people were getting ready like, to work like, here. We're we about want to our fuck money. you up. Yeah. And you can't blame them, dude. No, you can't. Well, kind of. So, it, clearly, clearly a disaster. Um, all the way up to till the point where people were showing up 
and you had to send them home. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. That's terrible. It's fucking amazing. That it's it's just I get it, I do, but it's just it's amazing to me. It really is. I just I can't uh, the whole thing is amazing to me. Yeah. I, I mean it's it's terrible to think about all the people Here comes Roscoe. <laughs> you can probably hear him because he has the the feet of Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> Gotta clip his nails. Hey, all buddy. the people who were taken advantage of, all the people who use their personal finances to charge um, to charge so that this festival could go off. They're, they're stuck a lot holding of them did. the bag. A lot yeah. of them did. People who weren't going to get paid. People who still haven't been paid. It's, it's fucked up. It really is. And you think the story ends there. <laughs> yeah, why don't, why, don't you, why don't you bring this thing home? You think the story ends there. So everything, obviously everyone goes back to the States. The, the, the thing's a pile of shit. Um, the first thing I do want to talk about as we're trying to wrap this up is the reemergence of Ja Rule. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we mentioned he's really not in the second half of the Netflix documentary at all. He wants no part he of really it. He really isn't. Um, I, my guess is it's because he's just promoting. No one's going to Ja Rule and asking fucking finance questions. You know, so uh, they all get into a, uh, a, a, a conference room and obviously are discussing everything that's just gone down. And uh, Ja Rule is just, I don't know, rallying the troops or whatever. Because I'm sure at this point... Sure, he's, if I'm you sure, want to call it that. I'm sure at this point he's already caught a significant amount of shit. Yeah. Um, and he's saying, like, how are we going to salvage this? How are we going to salvage this? How are we going to spin this? And yeah. everyone's like, are you out of your fucking mind? We just frauded people. And that's what happened. Someone's like, okay. Because Ja Rule's like... You know, no one died, no one got hurt, and the guy's like the the uh, the guy who actually—it's funny—he says this because he's the guy who actually this was his idea yeah. originally. He says, "Yeah, glad no one died. We did defraud <laughs> ten thousand people, though. Right. That's fraud." Right. And Ja Rule's like, "Nah, I wouldn't say fraud. <laughs> False advertising." <laughs> Fucking asshole. I can't fucking and the guy's believe like, it. Uh, all right. <laughs> can't fucking believe it. Obviously, the company's not doing well. And that's actually the end of the Ja Rule era, is, is, yeah. at least for this documentary. So then this is also when Billy goes to his employees, and he's like, hey, guys, I'm not laying anybody off. But I don't have any money to pay you. <laughs> so you're welcome to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> you and then keep, this girl, this woman. keep working if you want. No, no. I would never lay you guys off. Right. What am I, an asshole? Right. <laughs> you guys can work here as long as you want. I'm just saying, I am pay not you. going to pay you though, because I have no money. And this one woman, <laughs> this one woman's like, uh, so instead of laying us off where we could actually collect employment benefits, unemployment benefits, we're all just going to hang out. And he's like, I don't really know how this affects unemployment benefits. I'm like, well, yeah, you do. She just told you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so now you're thinking that's the end of the story, right? It's not. This. Pudgy bitch. <laughs> this fucking asshole. This fucking asshole. Finds another way to Finds another people. way to fuck with her. <laughs> I gotta post a picture of this dude. I don't know. I can't believe I haven't done that yet. He's a tool. He's a fucking asshole. So anyway, he discovers while he's on bail, because he was arrested because there, it also came $300, out. $300,000 bail, by the way. Which he posted like the same day. No yeah. problem. <laughs> can't pay his employees. <laughs> But he's got three hundred grand to get out of fucking jail. Yeah, what a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, but either way, um, he obviously got arrested because I mean, it also came out the way that he was able to get investors to invest is because he 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 
led them astray. He, he mm-hmm. lied. Yeah. He basically created false financial documents. Like one, the funniest one out of all of them was that uh, he said he had two point five million dollars worth of Facebook shares. <laughs> he had fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> I have fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> So people think. So people think he can liquidate. Hey, worst case scenario, I got money li- to back this up, man. He can liquidate his Facebook shares. Everything's fine. Yeah. So all of those fun, and that's why he got arrested because it was it was it was a uh, a crime. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Financial crimes. Financial crimes. <laughs> Just your broad brush. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So then, um, so he got arrested. Bail three hundred thousand. Same day. Everyone else is laid off. Not laid off. Everyone no, else can no, hang out, just, just not get paid. working no money. So everyone's like, okay. So the, there was like a rumor that Billy was living in his parents' basement. That's not true. He was living in a fucking penthouse. He was penthouse. living in this fucking amazing penthouse. And even one of his, someone that came over even asked him, like, not asked him, probably not, but was just like, how the fuck are you affording to live like this? And it's, honestly, it's never really pinpointed how he is. My guess is he just has scams going all the time. It, this isn't it, and this is kind of where you arrive at that is because it turns out he took all the 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 people from the uh, the fire festival email chain or, or email distro and started sending them false emails Jesus saying, "Hey man, I got tickets to Beyonce. Hey, I got tickets to the Masters," and people were dumb enough scum, but they, they were scammed into yeah. doing this. Um, I think that's obviously incredibly shitty, like because you're just like. When you're on bail, obviously that's when you really should fucking be cool. He decides to do, just do another scam in the middle of it to make more so money. So he gets arrested immediately. Immediately arrested. Um, we did find out that he apparently scammed like a hundred people out of like a couple hundred thousand dollars. Yep. And this is kind of back to where I don't care because if you just got scammed at the fire festival and then you go home, I know that you didn't know that it was Billy scamming you, but then you get caught up in an email scam and throw some money at that too fuck yourself yeah you're dumb you are and i've joked around about to you go to your bank take out the rest of your money put it in an envelope and email it to nigeria because eventually that's gonna get fleeced from you you're just too fucking stupid to have money right if you get duped by both of these you're a fucking moron also you have too much money yeah, I don't. I, I'm going to be perfectly honest. I don't know how much more there is to say about this. I mean, well, he, he eventually he's in prison. he eventually got arrested. He's yeah. he's going to and he is in jail now for I think six years. Six years, and he has to stay there the whole time. No, no there's they, no way they can give him. The there's old, too much. Uh, there's too much focus on him. They know that as soon as he gets out, he's going to start doing it again. Yeah, he's just because someone like that doesn't know people. how else to do it. I mean, it's just it's a it's a fact. I do love the idea though that this guy who was living large off of ripping people off is going to be forced to live in a studio apartment in Austin town. See, I don't, I don't know why I'm choosing. I, I don't, I don't, why, why are you picking on Austin town? Because I lived in Austin town. I, I, I don't think that he sucked. is. I, I think there's still thing. I think he's still doing scams now. He might be. He might be. I mean, how else do you completely defraud everybody? You, you blow $38 million. You post bail for $300,000 and you think the entire world is suing you. And yet you're still living in this luxury New York apartment during your bail. Cause you're such a dumbass. Yeah. Well, either I, way, it's not going to work out. He's never going to. He's never going to see a dime of anything he makes because of the class action lawsuit. Well, and, and also that, that f- I what some of those people actually won. Yeah, there was that and one they guy who paid, sued but they him. Been out, paid. Yeah, sued him no out, money. Sued him outside of the class action lawsuit was awarded five million, five bucks. million dollars. It hasn't been paid. He's not going to get it. Yeah, he's wasted his time. He's not going to get it. Wasted his money for yeah. our attorneys. All right. Well, what what, what else? What, what is the lesson learned here? That we really that we really need to 
I think the, the 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 overall thing that I learned from this is we can't blame Ja Rule for this. No, no, clearly not. Anything, quite frankly, if he attaches himself to something else, I'm on board. Right. <laughs> icon. He's got icon. He does have icon. Yeah. Well, I C O N N. Do you want to? Do you want to? I, I do want to do a couple announcements. Yes, please. I want to say thank you to our second VIP member, Sarah, for becoming the first, uh, the second person to follow us on all platforms, mm-hmm. Instagram, SoundCloud, mm-hmm. YouTube, and iTunes. That's uh, real, by the way. That's not fake. That is real. No, that, that is real. VIP you don't get anything from no, VIP access. No. But... Uh, she's the second person to achieve that status. <laughs> um, shout out to Christina for, for listening. We also want to do a shout out to uh, uh, our friend Brittany, who is actually about to be deployed to Afghanistan, which we are probably going to do a post about her too, but good luck to her. Be safe. Absolutely. And uh, thank you for all your service. Uh, also, we just hired a new head of marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know she's really shy, so I don't want to say her name on air, uh, but uh, also, uh, she's also done a really good job. We're N- Nice we hire. A, well nice, done. So far, a nice hire. And do you want to tell everybody how we're going to change the spelling of our podcast? I think it's the only. I think we have to. I think yeah. we have a big announcement. We're going to change. Big. Wait. I, I, I just want to make. Why don't you do no, it? no, 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 no. It was no. your idea, and it's amazing. No, 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 idea. no. I just want to make a really big deal about this. This is huge. We're going to the shit out. We're going to take all the stickers and everything that we had done before. Um, we're going to rip them down. We can't have them out because they'll be spelled wrong. Yep. We're going to change the spelling of guilt list to G Y. Yep. In honor of fire. Yes. So we'll just be G-Y-L-T. Yes. Guiltless. I don't see. And eventually, I assume uh, Kendall Jenner is actually going to come over, too. She's going to help us yeah. promote it. With a uh, with a blue tile. With a blue tile. Yeah. Because <laughs> who uses orange tiles? Anymore? Right. That's so, so that's so two years ago. So killed it, man. Just killed it. All right. Well, I think that's all. I don't have any more energy for this asshole and all these assholes that followed this asshole and all these assholes who were duped by this asshole so many assholes just fucking everywhere millennials get your goddamn shit together don't believe everything that's online and why were you duped by something that's involved with jaw rule you didn't even know when jaw rule was popular you weren't even born yet there's the one guy who made the comment he's like blink 182 cancels and says that we can't put on the show we want to put on he's like i've never been to a blink 182 show (laughs) i wouldn't know that Blink 182. I know, Who man. Cares of that entire lineup. I didn't know a single name outside of Blink 182. I so I know that Migos was on. I don't know if Migos because this was like two years ago. I don't know if Migos was as popular as they are now. They're I don't super know popular them. now. I don't know them. You don't know any. You don't know Ja Rule. That's that's absolutely ah, true. I even thought Blink 182 was, had broken up as a band, and, and I didn't have. care when that. I think happened. they've done it like ten times. I don't really care. I